get ready for another uh, podcast. Really, just get ready. Um, the weird thing is, any obviously with what we've got going on at the moment with um, the the whole virus thing, mm. everyone's got their own little pot of um, hand sanitizer gel. So everyone's got their own individual. What have you got? What have you brought with you, Richie? Right. I'm doing. I'm using Milton's antibacterial hand gel. Let's have some uh, sanitizer chat. It's a, it's a clear sanitizer. This is almost like you know have a wine club, and we're yeah. about to talk about clubs in the the show you're about to hear. It's quite full bodied, Milton. Uh, it's got a nice application on it. I have. Uh, I have Tesco antibacterial hand gel. Kills ninety nine percent with a bit of uh, aloe vera in it. Aloe vera. <laughs> the thing is, I'm not using it. Why not? Because. Here's the thing, right? There's a bit of uh, health chat as well. Because uh-huh. I get eczema, all right, in the winter, your hands get all cracked and all that kind of thing. You start using antibacterial hand gel, you're screaming the house down. But you, you have to weigh that up, though, against the, the impending, lurking doom of the coronavirus. What are you doing? I'm washing my hands with soap. <laughs> like the good old days. Yes. <laughs> Actually, there's, there's another little health tip for you. Just try washing your hands. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't have to be this antibacterial stingy stuff. Just wash your hands. Here's the podcast. Absolute Radio. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Bush and I here with uh, with Glenn and Emma this morning. I think it's fair to say we're all a, a little bit tired after an awards ceremony last night. That's right, we were at the ARIA Awards last night at the London Palladium. Uh, it, it went long a bit, didn't it go a bit long, guys? It, it did. Yes, I think it bit. ran over by about an hour and a half or something. Yeah, so. it was about four four hours or so, was it? Yeah, yeah we, so. I felt like I was sat in the, you know, like he, uh, in the stalls drinking cans of Red Stripe like I was at the Smash Hit Awards or something like that. Do you know what I mean? So, uh, forgive us. Uh, the problem I've got is the voice. I feel my voice is quite low. I'm going to step in at this point and uh, defend you because Thank people you. might wrongly think that um, you were hosing things last night. You simply weren't. We were, but there was no chance to get to the bar, was no, there? there was not. No. <laughs> Kept us trapped there. But one thing that did transpire from last night is that a certain little bin that we tested on this show yesterday... Mm. Do you know what? It was right. Yeah, it, it was, was very accurate. Yeah. It, it predicted uh, probably quite brutally for the, the pair of us in terms of, you know, the Dave Barry Breakfast Show and our hometime show yeah. that it would be no dice in the world of gold awards. <laughs> and it, sadly, that turned out to be the case. Yes. So uh, our little uh, hometime chip shop tour picked up a silver. We'll take that. We'll take a silver. Yeah. yeah. And uh, congratulations to Bronze for the Dave Barry Breakfast Show as well. So Thank, thank you. Yeah. Tough old and it, and it, it hit the bin and bounced off, didn't it? it so did, that yes. implied <laughs> we were going to be placed somewhere. Yeah, so yeah for, it was a message, a, for all those naysayers yesterday who were saying, Mystic Bin, come on, guys. And, well, and there were a lot. There, there was were a lot. A lot. <laughs> yeah. We thought, A, because it was so eerily correct, and mm. B, because we're incredibly tired and it's quite hard to come up with stuff, we would ask the bin again this morning. So yes. uh, if you maybe missed out yesterday, thought, oh, I'm never going to get my palm read by the bin. Well, it's available for more questions this morning. Uh, remember, if the ball goes into the bin, the answer is yes. If the ball of paper misses the bin, the answer is no. I'm going to um, give the bin a, a nice easy question to uh, start off with as I uh, screw up the uh, crossword and Sudoku page of the Daily Mail. Lovely. Um, let's ask the bin, will we make it through the end of the day's show? This is <laughs> hanging in the balance. Yeah. Let's see what happens. Ask the bin, will we make it to the end of today's show? Whoa, it's not looking good. <laughs> not looking good at all. Let's get some... Absolute Radio. Absolute 
Radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. Okay, let's get on with it then. The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. Lucy says, I have trouble getting footwear to fit at a reasonable price. I've bought boots online in a sale. I've not opened the box yet. Will they fit? Oh, buying shoes online, that's a gamble, isn't it? You never quite know. Some shoes come up big, some shoes come up small. Let's ask the bin. Another Daily Mail article going into the bin. Let's see. Will Lucy's boots fit bin? Great news. Wonderful news, Lucy. Get yourself online and buy more. (laughs) Uh, Rich and I were talking about maybe getting a dirty takeaway delivered into the studio a little bit um, later on because we're quite tired Mm -hmm. today and hungry. The big question for the bin is then, should we wait and have healthy breakfast or not? Please have a good throw, Bush. Here we go. Suddenly, the bin's starting to play ball a little bit here. Was the answer you should wait and have a healthy breakfast? Oh, yeah, hold on a minute. You didn't give it a yes or no option? Oh, my goodness, no. No, I'll tell you what he did. It's about intent. He asked the bin, should we wait and have a healthy breakfast? (laughs) Emma, that is an amazing (laughs) (laughs) Bush, you're an idiot. That's awful. (laughs) I've ruined it. I'm really sorry. Granola and yoghurt all round. Oh, no. Guys, I'm so sorry. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. Hey, but if you had a mystic bin, wouldn't you rely on it in certain situations in life? Oh, I mean, I might overuse it, if anything, even to the point about where to go when you leave the house. I'm not saying we're overusing it today, two days running. No, not at all. No, no, no but this, this could get bigger in the summer because that this could replace the whole, you know, fortune-telling octopus that you usually get in the <laughs> oh World God, Cup. They always have a different animal every point. year. Yeah. Why does it have to be sentient? Why can't very it be a bin? Point. Yes. That's such a good idea. Bad news for uh, uh, European uh, oceanariums. <laughs> <Exactly. laughs> yes. If you're an octopus, watch it. We're coming for you. Uh, Right, Nick's hanging on. You've got a a question for the bin, Nick? I do, Richie. Um, There's been a lot of talk over the years about the possibility of Absolute Radio hosting a show from a council tip. Yes, Um, and I would love to uh, do that, but there's been managerial opposition. Reluctance from from management, we would say. So why don't we let the bin decide? Uh, Bin, should the show come from the council tip? Let's find out. Bin, will there ever be... A home time show from a tip. Oh! oh! Bounce off the rim. <laughs> that's just, so that's like a nearly, that's a nearly call. Much like last night. Yes, very <laughs> right. much so. Now, I have to be very honest with you right now. I stand here feeling less of a man today than I did yesterday. Hey, come on, the awards weren't that bad. <laughs> no, <laughs> Silver's no, all right. It's, it's nothing to do with us picking up a silver and not a gold. It's nothing to do with any of the uh, the tiredness that we're feeling. Uh, it's because I've lost my record for being absolutely fantastic at applying screen protectors to mobile phones. Oh, now this is interesting because you, you, you've you given me <laughs> advice, arm-around-the-shoulder advice on the best way to put <laughs> yeah. a screen protector on a phone. You're and quite then, right. And then something unbelievable happens. So, is it still on there? No, no, I've actually taken it, taken it off. off. I managed to get a photo. Richie applied <laughs> know, the worst screen protector thing I'm ever. I'm actually really irritated that you managed to get a picture of it. Um, With your face reflected in it. <laughs> it's terrible. Keep an eye out on Twitter at Absolutely Radio. I've always been very judgmental when I see someone with uh, a cracked screen oh, protector yeah. or a badly applied screen protector with bubbles or that kind of you stuff. 
kind of think to yourself, how can they live their lives? Yeah, so no. so we're talking phone cases, yeah? Yes, yes, right, okay, yes yeah. exactly that. Uh, because I've always been the king of applying them. I put a new one on mine yesterday. I woke up this morning, obviously feeling a little bit tired and compromised. I looked at it. It had lifted 45 degrees across the phone. I tried to then push it back down. It's gone. There's bubbles everywhere. It's terrible. If, I, if I'd have seen you and I didn't know you and I saw that screen protect that application, I'd have thought that your life was a shambles. <laughs> <laughs> your life was a shambles. So you've lost your mantle of king of the screen protector. I have indeed. Look, I mean, and some of you may be listening and thinking, come on, get a grip. It's an overreaction. But do you know what? It's a niche knack that I had. Niche knack. And it's gone. All right. I, I had an unblemished record. I, I have sympathy for you because I feel that in our house, I have a 100% record of finding the remote if it ever gets lost. Yeah. I know where to go. I've, I've never not been able to find the remote within about 10, 15 minutes, even if other people have been turning the house upside down. That is a niche knack. But imagine it was to happen to me where I couldn't find it. Then I would lose my niche knack. Yes, and the ability to change the channel. Well, yeah, and that would be really, really bad. Yes. Big thank you to Alan, who has uh, sent a link to uh, some device I can uh, uh, get online to re- regain my niche knack of faultless application of screen protectors on mobile phones. Isn't that a bit of a climb down, though, from someone who, I'm sure you've said to me, you've got an innate skill. It's something that you can't learn. you just got it. I did. Maybe I rushed it. Maybe it was because I was, you know, rushing things yesterday. Please, if you have day. five minutes to have a look on Twitter, I did manage to capture a photo of how badly he'd applied the actual screen protector. <laughs> it's half on, half off. It lifted at 45 degrees. It had, didn't it? Do you have a niche knack? Do share it with us. Uh, Craig says, I have a 100% record for guessing the sex of people's babies before they're born. That's impressive. Mm. Th- that's almost as good as the old... Um, do you ever do the ring on a piece of girl's hair? Go around in a circle thing over the, the pregnant what? lady's what? tummy? Yeah. No, no, sorry. It's like if it goes round and round, it's a girl. If it goes back and forth, it's a boy. Absolutely. That's like baby divining. It is baby divining. How weird. Uh, right, Nick's hanging on. Amaze us. What can you do, Nick? Yeah, well, you know, <laughs> it's quite embarrassing, but you know when ladies have their waxing down, downstairs... Right. Okay, Nick, yes. we're just going to give you a little word of caution as we head into this phone call. <laughs> Where's this going? <laughs> Yeah, basically, when having grown hairs, she says to me, can you pull them out? Because she can't get one of the tweezers. And my fingers are that strong, they can actually pull out ingrown hairs. Oh, my word. I mean, don't get me wrong, there's something very satisfying about getting ingrown hair out. Yes. But what what, what a niche um, request from your other half. (laughs) (laughs) So, basically, your fingers are like tweezers, and that that is your niche knack. Yes. Right, and how is that for your relationship? Is that okay? Yeah, yeah, no, it's, um, yeah, yeah, it's, uh, it keeps things going, you know. <laughs> <laughs> the secret to a long relationship. Nick, it's definitely niche, it's definitely a knack, it's Nick's niche knack. Yes, Nick's niche knack, yes. <laughs> the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore, but we can't be bothered to think of a new name. Absolute Radio. We were all at the ARIA Awards last night. Lot the, pretty much the whole Absolute Radio team were there. And uh, as you guys wake up this morning, it's not an ex- excuse for you to go onto social media and look at those photos and make any comments about them. Uh, there's some cheeky comments coming in already from some of the photos that were taken last night on social media. Uh, so look, there's one that Champers took of uh, Richie and I just at that moment we realised that we hadn't won the award <laughs> last night, the, the Gold Award. And Will, listener Will has added, Bush looks like he's at a restaurant and likes the meal 
the next table ordered and is trying to work out what it is. <laughs> As for Richie, he looks like the guy on the bus staring at you when you get on late at night. <laughs> we then posted a, what I thought was a lovely photo of uh, us two with Sarah Champion in the bar yes. in the interval. And listener Tracy says, looks like Sarah's out with her dad and his partner. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, guys. Give us a break, right? There's no other way to put it. Uh, you know when you uh, mix together, uh, like, uh, you know, primary school, you mix together two primary colours, mi- mix together, like, blue and green and you get yellow, or it might be the other way around, actually. Yeah. I, yeah. I've um, not thought that one through. What do you get if you mix together silver and bronze? Because that is the hue of this breakfast show this morning. That's the, that's our metal, isn't it, this morning? It is our metal. Uh, last night it was the uh, the uh, UK Radio Awards. Dave Perry Breakfast Show uh, picked up a bronze. Well done to the guys. Tough category. Uh, the Hometime Show picked up uh, a silver for its uh, chip shop tour. Was uh, we'll, we'll take that. But, um, you know, both of us, we, we all dodged gold last night. It's the edge of greatness for all of us. So we were nearly there. Do you know what I mean? Maybe we'll regale people with tales in a pub later on down the line, maybe 10, 15 years from now, how we nearly made it. We could have been a contender. Well, Bush, I think that's what we should all do this morning. You know, not everyone can win in life, but the edge of greatness is also something that should be recognised. You probably know someone who's turned around to you and said, I had trials for Exeter City. Absolutely. <laughs> that mm. classic phrase. So it could have been me. It, it should have been, have been me. Exactly. So if you have nearly, nearly uh, grasped greatness, but it's not quite been there or yeah. not quite been enough, get in touch with the show this morning. Glenn and Emma, have you ever nearly... Emma, have you nearly won the London Marathon or any marathons you've been doing that kind of thing <laughs> in the top ten? I mean, I don't think I nearly won the London Marathon. It took me four and a half hours. That's so, still good, though. Um, that's like double the time that the pros do it in. Um, but no, if I... You, you know, if you did a marathon and just started really quick, just absolutely bombed it at yeah. the beginning... Could you, I, I was thinking because for, for 20 what? seconds you were the fastest marathon runner. Exactly. But you, ha- you have to maintain it for 20 seconds. No, you miles. don't, but no, but only for the first 20 seconds you go. For 20 seconds, I was running faster than even the front runners. And then you just drop out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you could tell, to tell people stories about, I passed Farrah and you should have seen his face. <laughs> <laughs> he was mortified. They don't let you mingle with the... Uh... With the pros, you don't get to be no, at the front. No, you get kept from them. Do you? Starts. Yeah, you get kept back in a uh, like an animal pen. Because otherwise, you... he'd have to be making his way through all these people dressed as like a banana <laughs> and a potato. <laughs> I'd, like, I'd like to see that in the Olympic 1500 meters. I firstly. think it's because they don't want that embarrassing moment. They don't want a rhino to go off quicker than Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. With Tesco Mobile, every little helps. When I was seven years old, uh, this is not me, this is a text. Oh, okay. I thought you were reminiscing. <laughs> <laughs> There's no name. Uh, when I was seven years old, I was nearly the first person in the world to pay the Harry Potter trading card game. Had my brother, who I was there with at the time, not actually been the first person in the world. Oh, there's still a bit oh, of resentment in the family. There really that, isn't is, there? isn't there? Yes. Edge of greatness. Uh, Glenn, have you, got, have you ever been on the very edge, the very cusp of greatness? Uh, yes, when I was about 16 years old, due to some sort of admin error on my bank's part, um... £100,000 was accidentally deposited into my account oh my for word. about 20 minutes. Do you know what, I think this goes through people's minds a like, lot. I think about this a lot. What would you do? I always feel quite bad for people who spend it and then get, like, sued or... Well, that's it because, like, you know I mean? it had been given to me. It's technically, not your fault, yeah. And I was a 16-year-old with £100,000 <laughs> and, I, and I, I I was sat there just going, what do I do? What do I do with this? And then, it obviously, it, got, it just got removed with, oh. without warning, you know. Can you earn interest in 20 minutes? No, that's what I was hoping. 
joking. I was like, if I just switch to another account. But, but I was, this was, I, like I was the 16 year old. I was, so yeah, I was. You probably made a bit of money in 20 yeah, minutes definitely. on the interest. Imagine the the dupe and soap on a rope you could have bought as a 16 year old. Yeah, well, as a 16 year old, it's like, what do you get? I, I think in my head, I was just like, oh, I'm going to buy a Formula One car. <laughs> You've got Gary on the line. Tell us your edge of glory sporting story. That when table tennis, you weren't allowed to hide the little ball. Basically, I worked my way to be this amazing table tennis player. And then I get to the final and I've got this little Chinese kid that hides the ball before he smashes it off and I can't see it each time and I got beaten. Wow. So you, sorry, you saying there was a rule change where you can't do the hide the ball? Because I think anyone who goes on holiday and goes yeah. with, with sliders on to try and play their dad at table tennis, <laughs> you try and copy the whole ball behind the bat thing. Was that illegal at one point? Well, no, it was legal back then, but I'd never played one of these kiddies before, and, and it was like, he's, he's cheating, he's hiding a bloody ball. <laughs> it's, like a, it's like a table tennis get Carter. Um, so, so you need, you could have won if it wasn't for that kid with his uh, revolutionary hide-the-ball manoeuvre. Undoubtedly. How dare he? I never played table tennis again. Oh, oh dear. <laughs> If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. Okay, let's get on with it then. The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie. Sorry, it's four hours, isn't it? I'm just doing the maths in my head. This show's four hours. We've done an hour and a half of it, so... So we've got three more more hours left to go. Yes, we have, yeah. That's great. I just wanted to be absolutely (laughs) transparent this morning. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Uh, Some very interesting edge of greatness stories coming into the show. Kirk in Surrey says, I possibly scored the last goal ever at the old Wembley Stadium. Now, Kirk, I wonder... There must be a lot of people that claim that one, I reckon. A man more than anyone else, I think, yes. What level? Uh, This one here says, when I was a soldier... In brackets, 17 years old, I put 10 bullets in the same hole at 100 metres. That sounds impressive. Marksmanship going on. Uh, Langer says, at school in the 200 metre sprint final, I broke the school record. Unfortunately, so did the three lads that finished before me. Damn. <laughs> uh, and Alicia says, I was reserved for the Olympics twice. Rhythmic gymnastics in 88 and 92. But never quite made it. Never made it. Edge of glory. Got Matt on the line. Tell us your edge of glory story, please. <coughs> so, 15 to 1. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So are these yeah, the odds or the TV show you're talking about here? This, this was the TV show. Right. Are we talking back the William the, G. Stewart era or the, the Sandy Toxic? The no, back in the day with the ledge that was William G. Stewart. Right, yep. So we're there. Gets down to four people. I'm in position sort of 12. And then there's three others that are just all next to each other. So we're in the round where it's a knockout where you answer a question correctly and then bounce it back to somebody else. Yeah. So every time one of them got it right, it came to me because they didn't do their neighbours. Uh, so we were there and there and there. Yeah. And then um, I got a question was, what country was the Queen in when she heard her father had died? Kenya. Correct. Oh! I will never, ever, I will never, ever not know that now, but I didn't know it then. <laughs> oh, Matt, that's so what, you, put me up. you missed the finale of 15 to 1. I did, and I was the last one to go out, and then it was the, the, the finale, and then the woman that won that show won the whole series. So you were on the very edge of greatness. The bit that would hurt me about very, very like going out on 15 to 1 is, don't you have to sit down and turn your own lamp off? <laughs> <laughs> it's not the yes. worst bit. That's the bit yes. that really hurt. <laughs> All this week, we're giving away tickets to the Teenage Cancer Trust gigs at the Royal Albert Hall, and today we're giving you a chance to win a pair of tickets to see John Bishop and Friends for an evening of comedy... And God knows we all need it at the moment on Tuesday the 24th of March. All you need to do is play our little game called Who Claims Wins? Uh, Let's meet our contestants. On line one we have Michael. How's it going, Michael? 
Hi, good morning, guys. Yeah, good, thank you. Yourself? We're good. Have you had your breakfast? Just want to work out what you've had for your breakfast. What have I had for my breakfast? Yeah. Um, oh, what have I had for my breakfast? Right, I've had a banana. I've had a bottle of um, some drink. And uh, <laughs> I've had a, a Kit Kat uh, chunky. Wow. Right. <laughs> wow. That escalated quickly. <laughs> that escalated very quickly. <laughs> I love that bottle of some drink. And let's go to Lewis. Lewis, what have you had for breakfast? Oh, it's not a much, to be honest with you, mate. I've only had a banana this morning. What's what going on, people? Bananas, bananas all round. Yeah. yeah. He opted away from the Kit Kat Chunky. Well, there you Lewis. go. Bananas all round. Right, here's some rules. Uh, we're about to give you a random topic. It's got many possible answers. And, Michael, you will have to say how many answers you think you could give on it in 30 seconds. Lewis, you'll then have the opportunity to claim if you think you could name more or less than Michael. And whoever thinks they could claim more will then have 30 seconds to do just that. And if they manage it, they get the tickets. And if they don't, they don't. It's as simple as that. Simple as that. It's who claims wins? Okay, Michael, how many host cities of the modern day Olympics can you name in 30 seconds? And we're looking for any city from 1896 onwards. Host cities of the modern Olympics. Um, I think I could probably name, uh, let's see, um, I'd say Lula. Four? You're four. going four. Lewis, do you think you can name more than four or challenge Michael to make his claim? Um. I'm going to challenge. OK, Michael, you have 30 seconds to name those four cities. Your time starts now. Um, so, Melbourne, Athens, um, Tokyo, London, uh, Barcelona, um, Beijing... Uh, Atlanta... I can't, um, yeah, I can't think of uh, Los Angeles. Time's up. I can't think of any Time's up. You've named a lot of cities, but did they host the Olympic Games? We're about to find out as Tweedledum and Tweedledee <laughs> did, uh, do their rapid counting. <laughs> it seems the Kit Kat Chunky might have done the trick. <laughs> yeah. uh, you needed four, you've done seven. Well done, congratulations. Cheers, thank you. There you go, good lad, breakfast of champions, and you've won yourself tickets to go and have a night of comedy, which would be good, won't it? Oh, thank you very much. I'm pretty much appreciated. That's, uh, that's probably the first time for a long time I've actually won something on the radio. So, uh, oh. yeah, tough with that. Oh, good lad. We'll listen with Chuff for you. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. In other news, we're obsessed with something that we've seen on Emma Jones's social media that we need to ask her about. It's your book club. Oh, yes. We are obsessed with your book club, Emma. She, you, I think you put it on Instagram, something that you were looking forward to, a particular book that you've got to get read by the next time that board club meets. Board game, um, not board game club, sorry, book club meets. Uh, and I was just thinking that would be an amazing, one amazing thing to do. I didn't think book clubs were a thing anymore. Yeah, do you know what I mean? well, I'm quite a sophisticated kind of person. Do you not you expect do? me to hmm. be a member of a book club? No, 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 no. I don't mean it like that. No, you, you strike me 100% as definitely being uh, in a book club. It's quite a new thing. We, Me and my friends wanted to read more, so we were like, let's set up this book club. So it's an excuse to get together, drink some wine, and talk about books. 
So, mate, so how many of you are in book club? Well, there are, in the extended group, there are seven or eight people, but really there's like a core four that have bothered reading all of the books that we've done so far. So we've done about four books so far. Um, and Who decides what book you read? Um, well, we come with suggestions. So um, to the club for the next book and then we have a have a vote on it I love uh, it's it's quite ironic it's wonderful when you look at the journey of books right it's world book day today so there'll be uh, there'll be kids heading off to school in their uh, in their costumes of uh, their favourite book characters my daughter's going as cat in the hat I'm sure there's a fair few wizards as there's well there's a lot of wizards going on uh, yeah. and, and that's beautiful that's wonderful uh, but, but then as the years go on you meet together in an evening and drink wine yes, yes. <laughs> that does tend <laughs> to take over yeah. is um is Glenn in the book club he's sat next to you there why, this, why would I be this is what do you mean why would you be well, no, I just old. I wouldn't expect to be you know in, in, in everyone's personal lives outside of the show <laughs> I, you know, I'll, I'll let you all have your own individual plans you can, you can all go on without me hey, look, Emma could vouch for you you could vouch for Glenn could you get him in we we don't like to socialise outside of work <laughs> no well, well, I didn't realise that. It's, yeah, right. I found it's actually really she, awkward she that you didn't respond to my friend request. <laughs> <but> it's, uh... <laughs> well, it's really we... awkward that you brought this up. Actually, I'm really sorry, but I thought let's just try and air some dirty laundry on the show. <laughs> <laughs> Love the fact though that you're in a club. I feel quite bad that I'm not. I'm not in any clubs. I used to be in a club as a kid called Rail Riders. Oh my word! That was a uh, a train enthusiast one for kids. Oh, few or four you meant like that, that sounded a bit dodge. Do you no, know what I mean? Not at all. No. <laughs> Sounds like a rap act. It was it was a young train. <laughs> Rail riders. It was a young train enthusiast club. Really? Yeah. Like yeah. going to platforms, writing down numbers, type of spotting. That train kind of spotting. Thing. Yeah, you got a mm. little magazine, got a little badge that you could put on your coat. Oh, that's nice. That kind of thing. It's laps now. Oh, it's a shame you can't. Re- There's no adult version of it. Ah, <laughs> oh. Glenn. I mean, obviously you're not allowed into book club with Emma, but like, have you got are you any? Clubs? Yeah, unfortunately, the first three rules are I'm not allowed to talk about it. Oh. So um, <laughs> that's the only issue. So we're asking you this morning, what club are you in? We're very, very impressed that Emma Jones has got her own book club going on. Did you set up book club? Are you the founder member of book club? I'm or? not. No, sadly, no. My friends set it up. And as we heard earlier on, she will not vouch for Glenn, and Glenn's not that keen about getting involved either. So we're just getting a little insight into mm. what happens. After the, the mics are closed at 10am. Uh, what clubs are you in? We've had some really interesting stuff coming in. I, I, I feel quite gutted that I'm not part of a club. Richie, you used to be. You're I a lapsed used, member uh, of... Well, only lapsed because it folded. But yeah, I used to be a, a rail rider as a kid. Uh, rail riders. There was a club for young rail enthusiasts run by British Rail between 1981 and 1991. So what, a badge, blazer, set? What was the what you used to get in rail well, riders? You, you'd, you'd get exactly that. You'd get the little badge. You'd, uh, you'd get a little magazine. It was promoted by Keith Chegwim. Good job you didn't go to my school. Darren says, uh, I used to be in the Red Dwarf fan club, which was called Better Than Life, and the Dennis the Menace fan club as well, which is a lovely thing. How dare you? Uh, Paul. <laughs> Paul from Sutton Scouts says, I'm in one of the largest clubs in the world, one of many scout volunteers who give up hours every week uh, for our young people providing camps and activities. Give us a shout. Time podcast with Bush and Richie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore, but we can't be bothered to think of a new name. Absolute radio. The shame about uh, rail riders, obviously, that you were slightly lamenting earlier on, that it's, it is no more, according to what you were thinking. Yeah, it it, uh, it lapsed in yeah mid ninety nineteen ninety one. So that's yeah, a was, long time dull it, and dusted. It, it was indeed. It was my childhood. It used to love being in it. Well, listen, uh, Richard, we've got Sean on the line who has got a piece of news that's going to blow your mind. Sean, take it away. Where well, does it's been relaunched? Oh! oh. <laughs> <laughs> I got so, my membership pack this week, and you get a badge and a pen. So, Sean, can I just clarify? Um, it's for it can be for adults now, not just for kids. Uh, yeah. 
I think, you know, like when in the 80s when we are in it, it was aimed at our age, but I think it is still aimed at our age. <laughs> yeah, so it's basically reawakened all of us that were rail riders back in our childhood. Yeah. And what are the benefits in 2020 of rail riders then? What do you get? Um, well, you get a badge, you get a pen, you get discounts at various railways and stuff, but you have to look, but it's, I can't, my friend joined it for me for Christmas presents, I don't know how much it costs, but just go online and Google it, it's brilliant. Sean, it's the greatest news I've heard all week. (laughs) (laughs) I was listening to it and I thought, oh my God, it's been launched, it's been launched. Thank you very much. Maybe you guys might meet at a rail riders convention in the not too distant future. (laughs) Maybe we will. Yes. But, but, I think it's on the 21st of March, there's like a relaunch date at Butterley Railway Centre. Right, oh, <laughs> he's in like Flynn. I'm going down a little wormhole as we speak. <laughs> it's World Book Day today, and uh, we're talking about Emma Jones's book club. That's what you should call it, you know, like uh, you know, <laughs> your name signed across the top of it. Emma Jones's book club. Yeah, I'll see what the other members think of that. Uh, we just discovered earlier on that uh, Glenn's not allowed in, and uh, Rob from Liverpool has uh, texted saying, "Between the polite on-air chat, do Glenn and Emma trade insults like Ron Burgundy and Veronica Corningstone?" <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's actually pretty horrifying, and none of it can be said in there. <laughs> Asking you this morning, though, what club are you in? <laughs> uh, Rich in Coventry says, uh, guys, I was in the RNLI Kids Club wow. uh, during the early 90s. I so desperately wanted to be a lifeboat man so bad. Uh, until it dawned on me as I got older, living in the Midlands, this was going to be impossible in Coventry. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Uh, grim reality there of where they live. Uh, Ray, um, this one is, it says, at university in the mid-90s, me and my housemates joined uh, the Ray Marr, a.k.a. Alf Stewart from Home and Away fan wow club wow. for a laugh. After waiting an age, we received a signed photo, but it arrived through the post a bit bent. Still, not bad for a piece of the legend that is Raymar. And what a legend he is. Simon in Washington, that's uh, right. Jake, tell us about your club. Uh, so there's about 20 of us. We're all converting ambulances into, uh, like, camper vans or other things like that. Um, we all help each other out. And, uh, yeah, so we're just basically all converting ambulances. Wow, well, where do you even get the ambulances from then? Like decommissioned old ambulances? Yeah, I bought an ambulance a couple of months ago and turned it into a makeup salon. Um, a lot of other people are buying them and making them camper vans. Jake, are you allowed to? I mean, let's, let's talk specifically about your ambulance come makeup salon. Uh, obviously, <laughs> some people might desperately want makeup quickly. Are you allowed to still keep the lights and the <laughs> sirens to get to them quickly? Well, no, we're not allowed. Oh. I'm going to put big flashing ones. Pink flashing lights. You know, on our home time show uh, <laughs> last week, we had uh, a phone call from a guy that had seen a mobile scissor sharpening that van. Was it? Maybe, maybe this could be uh, this could be the future for the next ambulance project that you're doing. Do you know what I mean? It was an area of, of racing to to and from that we didn't realise was so urgent. We, we can do the old scissor sharpening. That's good. Uh-huh. It's open to all suggestions. <laughs> Jake is a great club. Well done. Thank you, man. Thank you. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. With Tesco Mobile. Every little helps. Well, let's meet those contestants. Let's see if they're from uh, loyal parts of the world. We've got mm-hmm. Vicky on line one. Where are you from, Vicky? I'm from Oxfordshire. Oxfordshire? Oh, Is that quite a loyal yeah. place? No, I think so. <laughs> Fairly loyal in Oxfordshire. You're up against Dan, or you could be working with Dan. Dan, where are you from? Yeah, I'm from Manchester. Very honourable places, Manchester. You an yeah, honest lad, Dan? Oh, I certainly am. He certainly is. There you go. Well, good luck to the pair of you. Right, team, let's build up your prize pot. Uh, you're working together, obviously. Good luck. Question number one. Suncrisp, Golden Russet and Brayburn are all varieties of which food? I think hmm. they're apples. 
Yeah. Happy yeah, for you yeah, to take Apple as your collective yeah. answer. It's correct. <laughs> £250. Uh, well done. Question two. What gift is traditionally given for a 20th wedding anniversary? Gift mm. is traditionally given for a 20th oh. wedding anniversary. Is it... Is it silver? You're, you're saying it's silver? No, I don't think it's silver. I oh, think okay. it's platinum. No. You think it's platinum? Oh, all right. It's platinum. OK. OK, I'll take platinum as your answer. It's an incorrect one, I'm afraid. Uh, China oh. is traditionally uh, the 20th, oh, but China. we stay at £250 so far in the prize pot. Uh, question three... Yes. Question three. What is the largest planet in our solar system? The largest planet in our solar system. Mm. Is it... Uh, uh, Vicky's saying Jupiter there, Dan. What do you reckon? Yeah. I would have thought... I think it's Jupiter. Okay. Uh, yeah, I think Jupiter. I'm going to take Jupiter and lock it in as your answer, and it's bumped up the prize fund to £500. Well done. Not bad amount of money, that is it, £500. Yeah. Uh, but here comes the test. Off air, we have asked you both how loyal you are, and if you'd like to share or steal your winnings, what has happened to the £500? Well, that was unexpected. We all got a burst of a we, song. We turned to Swade for an answer, and uh, yeah, they weren't able to You never get a straight answer, <laughs> Brett Anderson. No, you can't. Let's let's try one more time. Five hundred pounds in the prize pot, but let's see what's going to happen to it. <laughs> oh, mate. The tension. <laughs> well, we'd like to see, we're going to have a third run of this. We're going to have a third run of this, guys. Let's pull the choke out. Right, here we go. One more time, Richard. £500. <laughs> but let's see what's going to happen to it. Hi, I'm Vicky, and I'm going to steal. Hi, I'm Dan, and I'm going to... Steel. Oh, it was worth the build-up. It was worth the build-up, folks, wasn't it? <laughs> a wonderful anti-climax. Wasn't that great? So you're both little so-and-sos, eh? There's no loyalties in this world anymore. There isn't. There isn't. We've accrued a lot of money this week that we're not giving away. It's just wonderful. Yeah. Hard luck. I'm uh, lucky. All thanks to War of the Worlds. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. OK, let's get on with it then. The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. Uh, our War of the Worlds competition, you know, it may be rough around the edges, but uh, by Jingo is getting people talking. <laughs> uh, Mike Daniel says, I'm honest and loyal is code for I'm not. I'll just tell you I'm going to be, then steal from you. Uh, Darren Izzard tweets to say, this game is broken Britain in a nutshell. <laughs> and then Tom Conn from our own music team, in terms of technical-wise, he says, I thought that went well. <laughs> so, Emma Jones, because it's World Book Day, do you think, uh, you have obviously said earlier on you wouldn't vouch for Glenn and invite him into your book club. Any, any chance of Richie and I being invited into the book club? No. <laughs> what is going on? It's, I know, I know. It's, uh, Glenn, I know you feel, mate. It's a bit of a closed book, isn't it? It really is a closed book. <laughs> Talking about clubs this morning on the show. If you're in a club, let us know. We're quite jealous of people who are in clubs. Craig says, Hi guys, I used to be in the Canex Club. We got a Farlafax and a monthly magazine and I once got a photo of a tower crane I built in my parents' living room from the magazine itself. <laughs> 
I mean, I, I, I'm quite uh, enamoured and in awe, really, of people who... You know, you buy those magazines and they come, like, weekly and you build something. Yes. There was one, like, a brass solar system. Yes. You build it week by... If anyone's ever completed one of them, I t- tip my hat off to you, I really do. Oh, I wonder it's, like, £2 for the first one and then £19 for <laughs> issue two. You're, like, two grand down yeah. by the time you built it. Here's an ironic club. Claire in Brighton says, I was in the Tufty Club as a child. It was the Road Safety Club that has a squirrel as its main figure, which is ironic, because if you've seen a squirrel cross the road... <laughs> It's, it's just like crazy. <laughs> their their behaviour is awful. I wouldn't cross with a squirrel. That's, so it's the, as far as you're concerned, the last animal you'd want to emulate in terms of road crossing. Yes. What's a good road crossing animal? A Do you remember the hedgehog uh, road crossing campaign? <laughs> yeah. That was a good one. But then they build like a little tunnel for hedgehogs. They can go under the road. Yeah. Save, well, save the traffic. System. In this advert, they were doing it on the surface, which I'm not sure how much that happens in real life. So, look, we, we need we need consensus on a good road-crossing animal. No mm. animal crosses the road like a dog, because you can say to it, sit and go. You can't do that to a squirrel. That's right, unless if anyone hasn't knows different, that they, they know an animal that can cross the road better than a dog. That's what we're doing right the way through till 10am. <laughs> <laughs> Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. If you have stuck with this show since six o'clock this morning, uh, we're really grateful. It's one where we've been trying to uh, cling on, and uh, I think we're all we're doing all right so far. Yeah, we're nearly there, man. <laughs> we're nearly there. Nearly there, man. Uh, but we have reached a situation where we've been asking you to get in touch uh, and speculate which animal would actually be best at crossing the road. Uh, this is after we rediscovered the the Tufty Club, uh, which had a, uh, a squirrel as its logo, uh, being that a squirrel is apparently good at crossing the road. Uh, and a couple of people have been defending squirrels. Wayne in Huddersfield says, actually, uh, once upon a long time ago, I was slightly hungover, I was driving when a squirrel attempted to cross the road. In my state, I slowed and flashed it to cross, which it duly obliged. <laughs> and even afforded me a nod of appreciation as it crossed safely. And tipped its hat as it went yeah. its on its way. Imagine flashing flashing out a squirrel to say, go on after you, mate. And then it goes. And then it actually goes. I retract my comments about the Tufty Club. There you go, squirrels are great. <laughs> Home Time Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore, but we can't be bothered to think of a new name. Absolute Radio. I wonder whether anyone ever listens to these podcasts on loop. Well, just what do you mean goes all the way through them? They're too, well, no, no. They're, they're two thirds of the way through and think, this has been a good show, this one. And so they put it on like the. Uh, the repeat function. What well, love it so much that you're going to watch it or listen to it all over again? You hear the same show all over again. Uh, with the best will in the world, uh, I, I don't think anyone would want to put themselves through that. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, well, well, is, is it that much of a leap? Like, you know, you might find your favourite episode of Only Fools and Horses and you constantly want to go, let's see that one with Del Boy falling through the bar again. <laughs> It gets to a point, though. I'm almost sick of Del Boy falling through that bar. I've seen it so many times. People might be like, oh, I really loved it with Bush's thing about the squirrels and going to work and all that kind of thing. I want to build up to that again. Well, look, if you've ever listened to one of our podcasts tw- more than once, man, we want to hear from you. Hometime at absoluteradio.co.uk. Absolute Radio. 